Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to talk with you today about this topic of alone time. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it because I love my own company so much. I Everyone should love their own company this much. So that's the first thing. Secondly, alone time is vitally important to me and just my emotional wellness and my feelings of uplift and happiness and positivity. So it's really curious or puzzling to me when I talk to so many women online or exchange messages or I'll have people inside of an event or in my Facebook group who say, I'm not ready to find a partner because I like my alone time. And I'm really curious, A, two things, who have they been partnered with that they didn't get any alone time before? And B, what do they think a partner is about? What do they think partnership is about? Because in reality, everybody likes their alone time. I'm not alone in liking my alone time. Everybody likes their alone time. Everybody needs a little time just for themselves, just by themselves, to sort things out, to meditate a little bit, to just unwind and relax. That's why bathrooms have locks on the doors. Um, Anyway, everybody likes their alone time. And I wanted to really hit this one head on because there's a couple things to know. One is um, if you hate your alone time and you think that having a partner is going to mean you'll you'll never have to be alone again, completely wrong. You're definitely going to have alone time even after you have a partner. If you're fearing getting into a partnership because you have, you're afraid that you're going to have to give up time by yourself or time to yourself, again, completely wrong. You're going to have time by yourself and to yourself. And so how do you get this alone time? How do you cope with the alone time that you get that you don't want? And how do you how do you um, create a partnership going into it head on saying, I need a lot of time to myself? So you're right off the bat setting boundaries and structures with a potential partner that let them know that you like solitude, that solitude is important to you. And I know um, for me personally, I thrive on alone time. My kids, my I was really lucky when I had my daughter. She was a good sleeper, so I could wake up a little bit early and get some time to myself. My son, less good. My second born, up like with the crows, like up at dawn, first photon of light over the horizon, that kid's up. Not that much different today at the age of 28. Um, and I started waking up early, early, early in the morning so that I could have a cup of coffee by myself, do a little bit of reflection do my meditating, my prayer, whatever it is I want to do, my journaling, all my my morning self-care nurture stuff. And that has been a long-standing pattern with me and I loved being single for years because I had the luxury of doing that and when I didn't have my kids for a few days or a week or whatever, I could have even more alone time. 
after my kids were grown and moved out on their own, I lived all by myself and I loved, luxuriated in time to myself. Absolutely loved it. So when I got into this relationship with Matt, I told him going in, I'm kind of an introvert and I need my own company. I need my own time. So even today, I continue my pattern, he sleeps late. That's actually perfect for me because then I get my time alone in the morning while he's still sleeping. And, you know, as it turns out, time alone comes up in other ways for other couples. So it comes up for me in a couple of ways. One is I work from home, Matt goes to the office. So I'm alone a lot during the day while he's at work. Another way that it comes up is there are certain things that we do that are a little bit separate, like I take care of chickens and he takes care of bees. So we do that a little bit independently. Third, we both have kids. We both have our own children. So we have time that we have like one-on-one time with them. Third, sometimes we travel separately, not that often, but it does happen. We have other family members. And last, not least, sometimes we just ask for time alone. We just say, hey, you know, I just kind of feel like doing my own thing today. So I'm just going to peace out. You do you. But that's us. And I want to tell you that it's not only us. I work with a lot of people, both inside my mindful dating intensive and also in couples coaching, also women that I coach who are working with me on relationship issues who find that they have no shortage of alone time, even in the context of a relationship. And in fact, it's super important that you learn to love your alone time. If you don't love your alone time, that's a really important sign of a little inner work to be done because you're still going to have alone time, even when you have a partner. And sometimes it's going to happen at times that you don't want it to happen. I have one client, for example, that I work with them on um, couples coaching issues. And one partner works out of town, so is gone a lot for work-related purposes. The other partner is home alone much of the week because they're the partner who has an at-home job or has a local job. They have to navigate having a lot more alone time than they really thought they would have as a married couple. And you might find yourself in that situation too, where it turns out you find a wonderful person who's a great partner and there's so much about them that you love and you're really invested in creating a beautiful life together and an extraordinary relationship and everything's great. But for some period of time, one of you has to do more traveling than the other and you're separated for those reasons. You may have a, a, an ill or injured family member, like a, a mom who lives 2000 miles away that you have to go take care of due to a medical medical emergency or something like that. And you can't travel together because of work issues or whatever the situation is. So you're still going to have alone time. You're still going to have to be able to navigate stressful situations on your own two feet. Having a partner doesn't take that away. So when I'm, when I'm listening to women say, oh, I don't want to have a partner because I like my time alone. I think who doesn't like their time alone? Everybody likes their time alone, don't they? Um, and third, you know, I also really think it um, needs to be said, if you're someone who wants a partner because you think you're never going to have time alone, learning to soak in and revel in your own company is going to be really important to you because you're still going to have that time alone. So First things first, I did cover a little bit what you do if you love alone time when you're in the process of creating a partnership is you talk to people about that early on in the relationship and the first couple of dates about how you just kind of like your your time alone. You're an independent person. You need your own company. This is how you navigate it. And you ask them, how do they do with their time alone? 
so that you know that this person can function without you and they're not going to be needy and sort of suck the life right out of you. But what if you're the kind of person who hates your alone time? What if you hate it and you've been looking for a partner because you think you're never going to have that again? Well, yes, I did have sad news for you. You're going to have alone time again. So how do you start to build in practices and structures? How do you start to learn to love your time alone so that when it is foisted on you against your will, you're able to function? How do you learn to support yourself and all of your tender, vulnerable parts during a stressful time in your life when you may have a partner who's out of town for something or when you have to travel out of town and your partner can't join you. Say you have an, like, say, I don't know, some, uh, I worked with a client whose mom had a stroke. They had to fly to be with their mom, but their partner couldn't come. How do you navigate that if you're the one who has to travel? Well, these are the kinds of skills that you can learn with IFS-informed coaching is really how to come from a place of self all the time and bring self-energy to the struggling parts of you that are scared, anxious, nervous, sad, mourning, grieving, all of those things. So when you have that self-energy, you have resources to take care of your own inner system. And then your partner is a beautiful co-parent to all of those parts or friends are beautiful sidelines and beautiful co-partners in nurturing the, the tender parts of you, the parts that are scared, vulnerable, lonely, grieving, and what have you. But you're not wholly dependent on, on a partner or on any one person or even a person that you're able to come in there with your own self-energy and nurture those parts. So again, if you love your time alone, you can sort of set expectations in the beginning going into a relationship. And if you hate it, there are skills you can learn. And I teach these skills inside of my mindful dating program that will help you learn to take care of yourself during those times when you're more alone than you'd like to be. And thirdly, and last but not least, the truth of the matter is we're never as alone as we feel like. So even when I have time alone, even when I was single and lived alone, even you single now love it or hate it, you're not as alone as you think. You are always nestled in a network of relationships that sustain you. And so if you're feeling more alone than you'd like, keep those relationships in mind. Keep in mind that you are more connected than you realize. And if you are the kind of person who loves your time alone, just remember that you're still not as alone as you think and there are still people who care about you in the world and probably want to hear from you, even if you're not interested in partnering. So when you're done with that time alone, reach out and touch someone. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.